You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. That's a genuine yawn. I can't help myself this morning, but I am going to have a coffee. I hope uh, you're doing all right. How are you? You good? Yeah, probably tired too. Fridays are definitely a nap day for me, but I hope you've been getting after it on the hill and that you got after it yesterday because those nine centimeters, oh, that was some underreporting. It was, don't you love it when they, uh, when you get groomed runs have been done early in the night and they have a solid stack that was 20 plus. It was buttery. It was so good. And uh, well, like I said, gear drama, a lot of fun. And uh, well, we're going to have to get creative today. Well, with having 13 centimeters on the storm board, but some really weird temperatures overnight. And during yesterday afternoon, actually, there was a really a gnarly inversion, just looking at minus one around Pig Alley, which is, yeah, 1,650 meters. So it's, yeah, still the really weird temperatures. We had really high winds in the Alpine yesterday as well. And although the saddle is run of the day on Whistler today and foreshadows that the peak will open, yeah, expect to see a lot of wind-affected snow in the Alpine today. Winds are still around 50 k's an hour in the Alpine, but really mild temperatures, just looking at minus three to minus four across uh, the Alpine elevations in much warmer around Crystal, look at minus 2.7. And like I said pig alley cat skin a minus 1.4 minus 1.8 but in the village minus 12 we've still got that cold northerly air settling and coming in from the north and from Pemberton at valley level so minus 12 means we've had a lot of freezing rain in fact uh Darren McPeak had trouble getting to Mountain FM this morning early because of the amount of freezing rain on his car so if you're looking ahead to the hill today oh yeah you're going to have to do work potentially in some locations because the freezing rain that uh, is due to fall as well. We have another notification for the valley on some freezing rain to persist this morning and especially, you know, around Squamish where yesterday it was so hazardous, like nightmarish conditions on the highway. I was working at Mountain FM and took, oh, 30 calls at least from so many uh, you know, so many drivers on the highway in between Whistler and Squamish, but south of Squamish too, the freezing rain creating such icy conditions on the road and with all the volume of people exiting Whistler as well after skiing too, it meant that there wasn't much margin for error, so much tailgating happening. You know, you really do need to be giving a lot of distance to in conditions like that, but so much fishtailing, cars spun out into banks, the highway was blocked, uh, southbound by Marin Park due to several incidents, lots of uh, fender bending there too. And then there was a jackknife semi-truck just north of Bob yesterday that blocked the highway going south, but they did get alternating traffic through the north, uh, the north uh, northbound lanes, or lane I should say at that point, T- lanes too. Anyway, uh, last night, but freezing rain, it hasn't eased in certain locations. It was around Chequemus Canyon, really hazardous yesterday. So all those inclines and descents on hills for your, yeah, your commute to the hill to go skiing today could still be really, really hazardous. Can't stress enough that you, uh, yeah, if you, uh, that I mean, looking at early reports online, 
Uh, well, wait a minute. Let's not do the roads. Let's do <laughs> uh, the mountain weather first because, like I said, the winds have come down. They were whirling at around 120 k's at uh, the Horseman yesterday and, uh, yeah, close to 100 k's for a prolonged period of time around the peak as well. Milder winds today and, yeah, like I said, milder temperatures. It's going to be weird. It's like the best snow is going to be lower down in uh, the valley due to those colder temps. So, yeah, uh, expect the snowpack to feel different, the snow to feel different today. And I'll tell you about our AVI advisory because, of course, it's affected by the snow that we've just had. That's 22 centimetres in the past, um, how long ever? Yeah, 24 hours. 26, roughly in the past 48. There's going to be more in wind-drifted sections, though, for sure, with another sort of flurries expected this morning, but due for some sunny breaks, uh, in fact, to redevelop this afternoon, uh, hopefully, uh, or rather just mainly cloudy I think uh, we'll see but what was I saying <laughs> um the AVI advisory, of course. Well, it has gone up in Alpine to considerable from moderate. So looking at level three, dangerous avalanche conditions in Alpine and treeline, what with new slabs uh, having formed uh, most likely overnight last night, which may remain reactive over the course of the day. It is still so crucial to ride with buddies in trees and, uh, well, and when you're in Alpine, it's slack country and backcountry terrain and making conservative choices, what with all this snow loaded on persistent weak layers the interior having a lot of trouble with slab large slab avalanches too so can't stress that enough that you uh yeah be super diligent and concert as much cautious as you can you know uh to mitigate the risk it is minus 12 in the valley minus 12.3 at nesters right now but due for a high of minus eight it's uh looks like that inversion is going to stick around because it was due to be minus five the high today but really cold in pemberton yesterday too so minus eight due to be the high tonight with some winds apparently in the valley due to pick up this morning we'll see about that this afternoon and then the weather's doing some funky stuff over the next few days over the weekend you were going to have some uh, well just a little bit of snow is actually forecast in the valley tomorrow i don't know about that we're going to have some uh well it says we do uh, we're going to have cooler temperatures through tomorrow, but come Sunday, Monday, a freezing level potentially to rise to 1,400 meters on Sunday, looking for some really nice sunny skies, but really warm temperatures. And then Monday, but come Tuesday, Wednesday, some higher freezing level, but potentially some precipitation. That's going to feel so different from the cold smoke we've been, we've been shredding. So a report on that on Monday, but over the weekend, looking for just a couple flurries tomorrow on the hill. And then Sunday, Monday, warmer temperatures, uh, but some light snow to start again Monday night. Mm -hmm. And then in the valley, like I said, that freezing rain warning in effect. Sunrise now is at about quarter past eight and sunset is at almost half past four. Yeah. Um, and a little stat for you here because we've had some cold temperatures. It's always nice to see some record breaking temperatures. If you think it's cold, you know, it was cold yesterday. It was minus 20.8 degrees on this day in 1979. Huh, what do you know? Mm. So for the road conditions, like I said, really just so icy yesterday. I had so many calls from people that were like, you know what? I have winter tires. I've driven a lot in conditions like this and it is still really, uh, really sketchy, like so slippery. And of course, the question of people, whether or not they have winter tires, you know, somebody else saying, you know, I'm from Quebec and Ontario and they're absolutely mandatory. And it's not necessarily... 
a consistent problem that we deal with, you know, consistent winter weather like this. So, yeah, take it easy. It's so easy on the roads. Uh, no notification on the Duffy, uh, apart from the usual travel advisory and an increased avalanche risk due to snowfall and weather conditions. Be prepared to shelter in place, carry extra food, water, warm clothing, blankets, that kind of thing in the event of getting stuck or uh, any road closures. Super crucial. Um, all right. What am I seeing online today? How about the fact that uh, events-wise, well, what day is it? Friday. Hmm. What's kicking off on Friday, huh? Well, a lot of low-key uh, things happening because, uh, well, you know, there's one degree of separation between people and COVID right now. But over the weekend at the library, they're going to have virtual journaling with Jules on Sunday. It's going to be online from 3.30 until 5 p.m., along with... Uh, uh, the outreach, the Whistler Community Service Society's outreach at the library today at Friday. I saw something, wow, shoot, I haven't got the information up about homelessness in Whistler, in Whistler like a workshop or a uh, resource for that. I'll find out that and let you know on Monday. But Brandon Barrett at The Peak is doing a call out online saying that they've done a lot of stories on the impacts to businesses and tourism of COVID, but not necessarily on the people, on real people. So he's uh, reaching out to see if anybody uh, in the community wants to share stories with him. His email's online. want to give a huge congratulations and warm welcome, by the way, to Braden Dupuis, who's taken over uh, as editor at Peak News Magazine, and it was his first... Uh, issue and editorial yesterday. Picked up a copy, but uh, still yet to read a lot of it, to be honest. <laughs> it was a busy night at work. So uh, yeah, uh, Brendan Barrett asking that. And yes, it's true. Somebody took a screenshot. Uh, the Epic Mix app that you know, records your elevation. A is garbage. Um, <clears throat> because I mean, remember when you used to be able to get badges on the WB app? I used to have the Dark Side app that showed I skied Black Home more than 80% uh, over Whistler, which which I loved, but oh man, I've got some missing scans. I've got extra scans from just no accurate read on vertical from their app. And it also says that you're skiing in 2021 still for those pedantic enough to know they haven't changed the year. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, what else to let you know about? Well, up in Pemberton, the old location of Barn Nork is now open as the Cheese Pusherman Roadhouse. A lot, a lot, a lot of cheese. And that's in Mount Curry. Yeah. And an article from here, I don't know if you saw it, uh, and I haven't either, Walker's newsletter from last week. Well, um, it's got an interview with Walker President Dale Mickelson, and you can learn about how uh, the high society, legalize it, other trails got their name. Yeah, that's in their newsletter. So even though you might not be biking right now, uh, definitely uh, keep, uh, Walker are keeping you informed and with some, yeah, history and throwbacks too. Speaking of throwbacks. The screenshot from Ski Canada magazine that the Hair Farmers shared of Trevor Peterson and Eric Pahoda sitting on the boys of a helicopter, like the 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 water boys, the flotation uh, boys, is freaking awesome. Like to see them both just uh, what pioneers in our community, you know, absolutely amazing to see them just grinning uh, on <laughs> Hanging on for dear life on a helicopter there. But I do believe the hair farmers are playing actually for our prey today at Dusty's. Yeah, at 3.30. 
I'm working again, but a great opportunity to enjoy some live music there. Uh, I know we've been really short on options recently. Uh, speaking of which, though, local band Introduce Wolves will be releasing another single, which will be called Under the Stairs on January 12th. So that's on your radar. And, uh, well, I want to wish Sarah Harrison a very happy birthday for today. I hope you've got a Sarah Palooza a good to go for the weekend. I know it's hard right now, but happy, happy birthday to you, including my friend Toshi, whose birthday is coming up on January 8th tomorrow. A few other people in town, like Samantha Price, it's her birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday to you, bud. And then a couple people coming our way at the beginning of the week. I'll give a holler to because let's give you some throwback facts from the amazing Stinkies on the Stroll. So amazing, Stinky, to see those paintings from your mom displayed at the bar. Like, yeah, one. Wonderful. So thinking of you, bud. And on that note, too, thinking, of course, of all those who knew Jesse, with it being the tragic anniversary of his passing today. It's going to be a hard day for so many. I know that. So, um, yeah, uh, take it easy on yourselves. Be kind to each other, you know, be kind on how you're feeling. I'm sorry. Oh, let me give you some throwback facts to cheer you up. These are brought to you from Stinkies on the Stroll. Um, yeah, let me tell you that in 1953, a president of the U.S., Harry Truman, announced American development of the hydrogen bomb. This was in 1953. Uh, the typewriter was patented on this day in 1714 uh -huh, by uh, Henry Mill in, in 1714. It was built years later, but he patented it well in advance. Hmm. But in 1610, Galileo Galilei discovered the first three moons of Jupiter. That was Io, Europa, and Ganymede. I think technically Jupiter has 53 moons now. 53. Wow. Pretty cool, hey? What else to let you know about? Um, oh, a few amazing, actually, uh, uh, music facts. Gibson issued a U.S. patent for the Flying V guitar on this day in 1958. Yeah, pretty cool. Along with the fact that David Bowie's Changes, check this out, uh, track, track was um, released as a single in the UK, but it was actually the last song he ever performed live on stage. That was before his retirement to live performances at the end of 2006 when he joined Alicia Keys at a, yeah, a fundraiser. Yeah, cool, hey? That was released on this day. We're going to play that later on today for sure. Along with Black Sabbath releasing Paranoid, their second studio album on this day in the U.S. in 1971. Yeah, true fact. They wouldn't call it War Pigs, you know, the, uh, the album. But uh, they're apparently the record company thought they'd get some backlash for from supporters of the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. And a cool track here, a cool fact here from way back when, actually, from Bill Haley and the Comets. Rock Around the Clock entered the UK chart for the first time. But I didn't know that that, uh, that track was originally called We're Gonna Rock Around the Clock Tonight. But it was off, it's often cited as the biggest selling vinyl rock and roll single of all time, with sales over 25 million. Yeah, pretty cool, hey? Some amazing facts for you there. And I hope you'll uh, enjoy the joke I've got for you today. It's easy to convince ladies not to eat Tide Pods, but harder to deter gents. 
There we go. Mm-hmm. And I've got to admit, I've just been so busy and I was in bed by 9.30 last night. So I haven't updated the January's Pick and Mix. Uh, yeah, uh, this playlist. So I'll do that tonight. How's that? Yeah. What track of a loved... Um, you know what? It's shredding too lately. I'll tell you. Here it is. I'll pop it in the playlist today. It's from Reve, but it's a keto remix. So very electronic. It's called Still Dancing. And you know what? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's a number. I'm enjoying it. So, uh, yeah, let me get back to you tomorrow on – oh, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday. So have a fantastic weekend. Woo, all right, the weekend. And I'm going to go get suited up here to go see how weird those temperatures are and the snow is. So I'll see you over the weekend, but have a great one, and I'll be back to keep you company Monday morning. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.